what's the plural for dominatrix? Or is it just dominatrix? I believe it's spelled like dominatrices, like with a C at the end. Dominatrices, take note of all this, please. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to say, it's like, it's not just being a mean bitch on Twitter. Listen to these experts, please. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Lockdown Love with your host, Martha May. I do apologise for my um, absence. It has been a little bit of a while, but through trying to finish these podcasts, I've also been moving house, moving from a flat into a caravan, a static caravan. It doesn't go anywhere. And also, I've got a new little friend, a little kitten. Her name is Pepper. Do you want to say hello? She seems more interested in her food than a dominatrix going on Animal Crossing. In this episode, I chat to Madeline, Chiara and Denali, three dominatrix legends who have been getting pretty kinky with Nintendo's latest game. Doing it professionally, I've been doing it for a year in September, but I've been like experimenting with Dom stuff since I was like 18 or so. I just liked being a dominant in like my relationships. And then I started taking classes taught by a pro Dom in my area. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. And she's very knowledgeable and I've been mentoring with her like one-on-one which has been really helpful because I kind of want to just like hone my skills especially during this time because I you know have nothing else to do except (laughs) you know take lots of classes and try to be the best dom I can be that's fair enough that's so cool though because I've never heard of anything like that in Britain of being oh yeah you could just go to a class to help become like a dom and I'm like that sounds so cool that is amazing Yeah, like a lot of um, the local dungeons will have classes, different doms will host classes. It's very interesting. You can learn like a whole different set of skills. Like you can learn how to whip someone, flog someone, you know, mess with them mentally. Oh my God. A whole (laughs) range of things you can do. And it's really fun. That's amazing. I could just imagine having just like a little notebook with all your stuff. It's like how to whip properly. It's like I could just imagine having that all written down, all your steps. And I'm like, that's what I'd be like if I tried to do it. I'd have to refer back to my book. I'd be like, give me a sec. I need to learn. Yeah. Only skills. I think I have three notebooks now. One's like my in-class notebook where I'm like writing everything down. Oh my God, I love it. it, Yeah, I know. And I can't read half of it. And I'm like trying (laughs) to figure it out. And it's just like this almost doctor chicken scrawl. And I'm like, okay, I think this says this. I have a second notebook where I, you know, try and write it down like nicer so I can read it. Yeah. And then I the third notebook I have is kind of like me going through it and then, you know, reading about that subject and adding in other stuff. So like I'll like if I'm doing a class about humiliation, I'll, you know, read books about humiliation and then add those notes in there so it's kind of all in sections. That's so cool. So you're basically doing like research about it all the time, really. Yep, it's kind of what I like to do, I'm a bit of like a nerd and I like researching. I'm a history nerd, really. So this is like incredibly like interesting to me because you do learn about how dominatrixes have kind of like been throughout history before there was even a name for it. They existed. 
Oh, so cool. I've definitely done the classes. My green screen is up, but if it wasn't, you could see, you know, my whole shelving unit full of my toys and everything. And, you know, I make sure that I have either tried the toys on myself or had somebody else try the toys on me before I use it on a sub, Mm -hmm. just so that I know what I'm getting them into. And so I know where my stopping point is to sort of gauge where their stopping point is. You can't just be a dom overnight. You've got to learn. Um, Let's see. I started in around 2005. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag old (laughs) granny dom. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I'm writing that down. I love that. (laughs) Granny dom. I'm here for it. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. Um, How did you get into the profession? So I started out with... um, a friend my first year of college saying, hey, I'm doing phone sex for some extra money. Do you want to try too? And I thought, yeah, I like money. (laughs) (laughs) Love a bit of money. Right? (laughs) So, you know, living in my dad's basement, trying to keep it on the DL. And I said, sure. And then I hated it. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Well, because I was like living in my dad's basement and they like wanted stuff that was like, you know, it was a, a... all taboos allowed anything goes phone sex and that's pretty hard to do in your dad's basement yeah they wanted you know sound effects so it was like i want to hear you go to the bathroom (laughs) like be in the bathroom pouring a cup of water into the toilet or like breaking off bits of soap and throwing it at the toilet bowl to make the bloop (laughs) oh i respect i respect the hustle Oh my god. And dad's like, how are you using soap this fast? <laughs> I'm just really dirty. I can't. Don't ask questions. <sighs> I got so, dirty yeah. hands and a dirty mouth, but you don't That's need to right. know about that one. <laughs> so I talked to the boss of the phone sex company and I was like, I'm not digging this, you know, I don't really want to quit. I don't because they were sort of short staffed at the time and, you know, I didn't want to leave them short staffed. And they said, well, why don't we put you on the domination phone sex roster? So that's what they did. And I really liked it. They were like, you know, here's the other dominatrix we have on staff and she's going to talk to you. I think Tiffany was her name. And, you know, we just chatted about it and she was like, well, you can't let them orgasm. Of course they're going to hang up after five minutes if you let them do that. <laughs> like, oh my God. This is how you extend your call time. You just don't let them. <laughs> That's genius. Right? These boys are, are being played. Sure? It's beautiful. Right? Oh. And just like all her techniques of, well, are you sure? Do you really think you deserve it? <laughs> Just like extending the minutes because I was getting paid like 70 cents a minute to work there. Oh my god. Like if my phone calls are only five minutes, that's not much money, you know? (laughs) What's the longest phone call you were like able to do? I think at this point, two or three hours. My god. And I'm just like, luckily it's phone, so I'm sitting here on my switch like, yep. Do the thing. Certainly do enjoy that fetish stuff we've been talking about for the past two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do, but I just feel like a broken record after that long, you know? Yeah, that is insane. <clears throat> then get a nice oh. fat stack of cash in the account. 
So oh, true. I'm just like I'm hailing. I'm like yes, <laughs> yes, mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, when I saw you know they were charging the customers two dollars a minute, and I was making seventy cents a minute, I said, "What if I wanted to make more money?" And I looked into it, and it was basically, you know, branch out on your own. So that's what I've done since about 2006, 2009, somewhere around there. Wow. So you've kind of become a bit more like independent. So it's your own kind of, mm. like, bit of a business, your own bit of a brand. So you're able to... Right. That's so cool. Like, I've talked about with, like, different kinks and that with with the first lady I interviewed. Um, actually, I'll get her name because she's also American. I'm not trying to brand us all American doms knowing each other. But I was like, just in case, she was vintagely mask Madeline. Yeah. We kind of used to be friends and then had a disagreement, so we don't really talk anymore. But, you oh, know, well, like no ill will or anything. I was going to say, that entered some beef. <laughs> I'm interviewing two doms who don't like each other. I was like, this is a new episode now. <laughs> <laughs> what were we doing before? Fuck Animal Crossing. This is what we're doing. <laughs> Spill that tea. <laughs> oh, I know Vintage Goddess. Oh my god! It's like I'm getting... I've got like a group going on. It's like we all know It's each an other. extremely small world. It is! I love it. It is. It was pretty interesting to find out both Kiara and Denali know Madeline, and that Madeline and Kiara don't get on. Actually can't believe how small the dominatrix world can be. Take it from Denali. I've been um, a sex worker for nine years. And I do all of it. I've done everything at some point. Um, I'm a dominant. Like, I do everything. I do the video. I do phone calls. I do text chat. I do in-person things when it's not a quarantine. And at this point, like, every time I meet a new person or someone that I think is a new person, they are filming with someone I don't get along with. They're dating someone that used to date one of my coworkers. Or, like, you know, it's it's always, like, oh, cool, I just made this new friend, and then I go check out her video store, and I'm like, why does she film with that bitch? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I love it's a it. small world. It's so, it's great. <laughs> I've been to a lot of BDSM conventions where I take as many classes as I can all day long. Um, when I first was getting into the scene, I started working with a mistress named Mistress Alice in Bondage Land. She didn't want to officially call herself my mentor because there's like expectations if you're someone's mentor, you're taking responsibility for them in the BDSM scene. Yeah. Um, but she taught me a lot of my beginning knowledge um, about like strap-on, uh, negotiations, bondage, safety. I moved to San Francisco to do fetish porn. That was my dream. And so I also was weekly going to local dungeons for classes and play parties. I volunteered at so many play parties. I was the, I was part of the crew that like stays and breaks down the space after. Um, But that's how you get to know people. That's how you get to be trusted in the community as opposed to just going to a party and standing against the wall and watching people like you volunteer, you help. Mm. Um, so I took a bunch of classes from everyone. I took 
you know, I did all of this volunteering, all this volunteer work. I worked for years with video mistresses where no, no one was getting paid. We were just making fetish content, you know, and I, I feel like I was a newbie for like three years. I think with femdom, it takes several years of practice and training to really start coming into your own. I'm trying to use stylist the way people use mistress. I like that. How, how come you're using that instead of mistress then? Um, because my special niche that I work in is salon role play and salon fetishes. Oh, wow. And that's where most of my money comes from. During the day, usually when we're not in quarantine, I work at a salon. I'm a hairstylist. So oh, my gosh. I'm a hairstylist in real life, and then I'm a hairstylist dominatrix. That's so cool. Hair, hair, hair. It's all about the hair. So most of my submissives uh, find me and approach me because they want some kind of haircut transformation fantasy. Actually, there's this uh, dominatrix and Onise who I actually took a class from recently. It's about the history of a dominatrix. And she wrote a book about it. Like She got a degree in archaeology and was trying to basically find proof that dominatrixes or dominatrix-like people have existed throughout time and it goes all the way back to the first humans there was dominatrix-like rituals it's being able to kind of like be a therapist in a way to help people like you know experience their kinks work through any like kind of drawbacks or holdbacks that they're feeling about you know shame of having that kink because a lot of kink is still pretty taboo Mm, definitely BDSM is more accepted because of stuff like, God, I'm saying this, ugh, Fifty Shades of Grey, granted that's not <laughs> the real you know, deal. It's kind of very like an outsider's attempt at trying to understand it, but it's slowly becoming more accepted, but there's still a lot of like kinks where people are like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, they seem to think like the only kinks that are, like say like allowed are in say Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like you said that through gritted teeth. That's why I'm not. Yeah, it's pretty much <sighs> hitting people, tying them up. It's like that's pretty much accepted. Everything else that I do is like no, no. So I actually just had somebody message me just now, and mm. live they're, content. They're, right. <laughs> Their name is Catfish Goddess, and I'm not going to say the the rest of it, but Mm. Catfish Goddess is messaging me because what that is, is they are a sub, probably a sub male, who pretends to be a dom, but it's like this sort of niche clout chasing thing to be like, well, I have doms even submitting to me. (laughs) look at catfish goddess so-and-so you know they're not a real goddess you should serve me if you're serving them because they're just a sub to me (laughs) this is just a new world that i'm just walking into i'm just sitting here like i feel like i feel like a child who is i I was gonna say like a child watching porn for the first time where they're just sitting there going i don't know what it is but i want to know more right it's what it was on my what is this? <laughs> like, that sounds insane. That does sound like a bit of a niche, that does. Credit card processors are very particular about what you can and cannot do on these sites oh and God. what words you can and cannot use. So, like, 
there's a lot of kinks you're not able to film. Like there's a few sites you can do as close to pretty much everything, but because of these credit card processors, there's a lot I can't say. Like I do, you know, um, toilet training. That's a kink I cater to because, you know, W is generally to, you know, a client's eyes. You yeah. Know, that's, you know, you got a big ass. I want everything that comes out of it. Yeah. But a lot of the sites are like, you cannot do this content. And so you kind of have to go to like the unknown kind of recesses of the internet and be like, here's this one site you can watch this stuff on. I don't know how good the quality will be, but I hopefully you can watch it and, you know, get off. Yeah. It's like, it seems to be like sites that they're basically censoring, censoring people's work and it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's censorship very frustrating. In, censorship in general is just shit. <laughs> yeah, and it changes all the time because, like, sites will at one point be, this is okay, but then the credit card processor changes their mind, like, two weeks later, and then they have to inform you, oh, by the way, you can't use this word anymore. You got to change everything. But you can use this alternative, and I'm like, <sighs> That just sounds so tedious. It is, because the words have a certain effect. Yeah. Like, people know this word means this thing, and it's this kink, mm. but when you're using, like, an alternative, like, a popular one is hypno. You're not allowed to use hypno on a lot of sites, so you have to use words like mesmerize. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, it kind of sounds similar, but it kind of ruins the effect, like, yeah. ooh, hypnosis. Yeah, because I was like, oh, hypno, that makes you think of hypnosis, but mesmerize, I'm like, no, that doesn't admit, that doesn't completely like correlate. Yeah, it doesn't, and it just frustrates a lot of us because we we're just like, okay, great, another site we have to basically edit all our videos and change things and re-upload stuff. It's very strange because different websites will and won't allow you to sell different types of content. So, like, if I film a hypnosis clip, which I just released one today, um, I had to jump through all these hoops. That's why it's fresh in my mind. So, on Night Flirt, I can sell it and say it's a hypnosis clip. On Clips for Sale, I can sell it and say it's a brainwashing clip, but I can't say hypnosis. And then on I Want Clips, I can't say brainwashing or hypnosis, but I can say, like, mindfuck or trance or mesmerize. And it's all because the payment processors say, well, if they're hypnotized, then they're not in their right mind. So they could charge back and say, you know, I didn't consent to this. I was put into a different state of mind when I paid. Um, like it's taken as like a consent issue. Yep. I started my OnlyFans the week before San Francisco shut down. And San Francisco oh. was the first city in our country to shut down for COVID. And a week before shutdown happened, I was like, fuck, I think I need to make an OnlyFans. I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to keep <laughs> coming to work. Um, and I did so well my first month and a half on OnlyFans. And then I kind of petered out on it. And now I'm back on there. And I just had my best month ever on there. Um, well done. Thank you. I was like, it is. <laughs> I have um, 
struggled a bit with having to completely self-produce my content uh, because in the past I've mostly worked with other people. I don't really like making solo content. Mm. Uh, I love that that's a thing people can do. And I have friends who've done very well for themselves, just hundreds of videos in their video store of them talking to the camera like this with like a dildo or doing whatever, just them. I hate it. I like working with other people. I like working off of their energy. I've definitely had to move stuff online. Like pretty much everything I do is now online. Mm -hmm. Like I actually was starting to just offer, you know, in-person sessions I had a space like everything was set up to go and then you know a month into doing that lockdown hit yeah and I was like god dang it (laughs) like I was ready to go I was pumped I was starting to like get some inquests for sessions oh my god and then I had to be like yeah uh, I don't want to get stuck with a client that I don't really know because of, you know, the stay-at-home, you know, you have to shelter in place. Imagine having to quarantine with, like, a client you didn't like for, like, two weeks. Uh, I, I love them. I do. I, like, I love my clients. They're great. Just sometimes I'm like, I need space. <laughs> I need to breathe. I need to breathe. Like, I get you want to, you know, serve me. You want to make me happy. But, you know, everyone needs some time to themselves. <sighs> not been fun (laughs) there's just there's so much because you know around I think 2009 as well I started to do real time so I would meet customers in the flesh space and we would do you know spankings or ball kicking or you know just cash meets and uh yeah I can't do that now it's not safe and yeah my customers don't like it and I don't like it so we've been trying to find other ways to sort of get that need met. I really like um, like custom clips and cam sessions. Mm. Like those are really fun. But uh, if they can't do that, then like, you know, text sessions, stories back and forth, that sort of thing can be fun too. It was interesting, actually. I just got the game because a lot of my other dom friends had gotten it and they were doing it with their subs and I was just like you know what I'll try it it gives me something to do I even got my grandma into playing Animal Crossing with me so it's it's fun like I yeah we visit each other's islands we go on like little dates to the museum it's it's fun because she lives back in Pennsylvania and normally during the summertime I go visit her yeah because she's at risk and yeah. because there's literally no flights oh my God. to get there, I was like to her, I think I'm not coming home this summer. Aww. Yeah, and she even said to me that Animal Crossing pretty much saved her from going crazy because she has something to escape to. Yeah. And, like, I agree with her. Like, it's great. Like, I can you know, hang out with people, even though it's a bit virtually, I can hang out with people, I can go do things that I can't really do right now, like go clothes shopping, yeah, go to the beach, go swimming in the ocean, like all that stuff I can't do. And it allows me to do that. And I feel like for a lot of my clients, especially, it allows them to, you know, get disciplined or yeah. you know, have similar like experiences through the game. I've always been a gamer 
And actually, my partner and I were on the fence about whether we were going to buy the new Animal Crossing game before it came out because we thought it would suck too much of our time away. And then it came out during quarantine and we were like, you know what would be really cool? Something to fill my time. (laughs) So we bought it and we didn't pre, I think we pre-ordered it like two hours before it dropped. Oh my God. So that it would just download as soon as, yeah. Um, Because I've, been a big fan of games like this before and I played Animal Crossing before and they've played Animal Crossing before so we knew that like there's a good chance that we're not going to do anything other than Animal Crossing for the next month if we get it. I remember I was tweeting about the game all the time and I like tweeted that I noticed that when a friend came over and watered my flowers more flowers grew the next day than if I had just watered them and then I saw other people confirming that and other people were having and I was like wait a minute So I need to have someone come over. So then it was like, I was trading with some friends, some sex worker friends. Like I would go to their island and water their flowers and Mm -hmm. then they would come and water my flowers. But then you can only rely on your friends to do that. That's that's kind of boring in a non kinky, you know, like, yeah. Okay, sure. I guess I have nothing to do for half an hour and I'll come over to my friend's island and water their flowers for no fucking reason. (laughs) So I started ordering some of my subs that I knew had the game to come play with me, like come to my island, we're gonna interact with each other, we're gonna have a good time and you're gonna water all my fucking flowers. And so that's how it started. I just wanted my new rare hybrid flowers to grow as fast as possible. Uh, I wanted gold roses, I wanted the blue pansies, I wanted, you know, all of the rare, all the rare colors and hybrid flowers and everything, I wanted them ASAP and so that became um, I ended up getting a lot of gardening sissies and gardening slaves for it. Nice. I was already in like the virtual world with like the cam sessions and phone calls and stuff. But with Animal Crossing, it was very different to be like, you know, we still have to obey Nintendo's rules. Like we can't be naughty in chat. But like, you know, That's if you're bad at it, like, right? <laughs> it's like, adults have a living too. Jesus. I'm so sorry. I'm just like, Nintendo, you suck, but we also love you. That's my message to right. you. <laughs> Don't stop, but also stop. <laughs> so first and foremost, they have to um, age verify. So they can yeah. either do that by, you know, sending a $5 tribute on a place that I know ID verifies, like uh, AVN stars or Night Flirt. Or they can send me a picture of their ID, which a lot of people don't like to do, but it's free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we basically do a cash meet on my island With where, bell. yep, they bring bells. We call them bells meets. or they bells bring meets. Me, you know, yes. <laughs> they bring me like expensive uh, items. Like I had somebody give me the million dollar crown my first week of playing. It's just like tipping my million dollar crown on day three. <laughs> That's a flex. That is a right? flex. That is. I just remember, what was I on day three? Picking up weeds, maybe. Right. <laughs> installment of rent to the devil incarnate. No, he's nicer than we think. <laughs> to, to the beautiful Tanuki Tom Nook. Please don't hurt me. Right. I don't want I don't to nephews to come to my house because I think they will <laughs> I live in fear <laughs> just in case 
My favorite part is probably taking the net you get to like catch bugs. Yeah. And like hit, hitting them with it because that's like <laughs> the only way you can like hurt another person in the game or like touch yeah. them. Because they also so react just, as well when you hit them. Yep. You can hit your villagers. I've been trying to hit one of my villagers to get rid of him. It's not working. <laughs> You know, if they come over and they trample my flowers, I'll chase them around and hit them with the net. So, like, there, there's ways. There's ways you can do it. And just, you know, the ones who are into financial domination are like, oh, I'm still, you know, picking and selling weeds so that I can send my goddess all of my bells. And, you know, I had one for a while who would pay, not pay, but take pictures of her nook store mm-hmm. and the Able Sisters store. Mm. every morning and that's how i was like oh okay so this is what you have for sale get me that crown (laughs) oh my god (laughs) there was a funny time when i had one of my i had a newer client over um i've had a few because of the niches that i've built over the years with my salon and gender play you know with me being non-binary and out about it um i get a lot of interested submissives who are looking to experiment with their gender um you know so they do a session with me we do gender play i dress them up two years later they come out to me as trans um (laughs) this has (laughs) happened a lot Uh, but um so i had someone like that on my island and he was you know dressing he had his character had a little beard um just like his beard in real life he said and I was dressing him up and making him change into all these frilly outfits. And usually when I have clients come over, I just open my gates, mm. which, you know, means that anyone on my friends list might stop by. Um, after the first couple weeks in the game, that wasn't really a problem. But on this occasion, I had this very shy guy, like, cross-dressing for the first time in Animal Crossing on my island. And then one of my old roommates, who's a guy just like showed up on my island and was like, hey, what's up? And I'm like spanking this dude. He's calling me mistress in the game chat and everyone else on the island can see him calling me mistress and being like, thank you for the spankings. (laughs) In front of other people, you know, it was really funny um, because I before quarantine would do a lot of that kind of play that sort of oh no what if someone catches you what if someone walks into the salon and sees me painting your nails like all of these kinds of what if we get caught kind of thing and so he got to actually have a oh my god I got caught kind of moment where like a couple of strangers showed up strangers to him just showed up and like witnessed him it's just so fun to be like you know you know, I'll go visit their islands and be like, oh my gosh, this is so messy. Clean up your island. <laughs> like, and I had one too with, you know, the spinning wheels. Mm-hmm. What, uh, it was every morning I would decide whether or not she would get to orgasm and then how many times using the spinning wheels. Lord. That is, wow. It's it like, so oh. fun. <laughs> That is it's just, I just can't imagine that. You're going to pick up your Switch and be like, how do I decide if I'm going to orgasm today? I'm going to go on Animal Crossing and the wheel is going to tell me. Right. Oh, I'm in awe. I'm just in absolute awe. I love it. 
I'm just like, oh. It's really fun. Like, figuring out, like you said, how to transition from, you know, doing things in the flesh space to doing things virtually has been, it's been hard, but it's been fun. I really loved Belle was uh, the orgasm denial sub's name. So, like, that turned also into forced orgasm play because I think the wheel goes up to six or eight. So I'm like, can you do six or eight a day? Because if not, you're going to owe me either another 500,000 bells or like a $10 tribute for everyone you miss. So. Wow. That's it. Orgasm is no longer about the pleasure. It's how many can I do? Come on. That sounds like a workout. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was going to say, whichever way you're going to, you're going to orgasm. I feel like your arm... Or arms are gonna be absolutely limp. Oh, right. that is wor- that is working. Someone they're gonna look like Popeye with like the massive <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've been working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Just just half though. Just just the one side. <laughs> I had one who um, left my island abruptly before i dismissed him rude uh he just i he was a younger sub and like over 18 but like college age and i think he lived with his family and had a sibling younger sibling that he was sharing the nintendo with and so i think what happened was he was playing and his little sister was like it's my turn and so he just left me hanging in the middle of me dominating him and i we were, I, I usually am like DMing with them on like Twitter or, or we're at my OnlyFans yeah. uh, while they're talking, while we're playing in the game, because I don't let people use the in-game chat to say explicit things because I don't want Nintendo shutting me down. That's very fair. Um, so I DM'd him and was like, what the fuck? Where did you go? And he was like, I'm sorry, my sister wanted the Switch. And I was like, you're a dumb little bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So rude. That's amazing. <laughs> but you know what? Quarantine be like that. A lot of people are stuck with their families right now. See, I do like bopping them with the net. <laughs> and I like making them lay out all of their tributes and all of their gifts and use the, the bowing emoji. <gasps> oh, I think that's lovely. It's like the apologetic one. They just like... <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it's just so rigid. And it's like, oh... That's a, mm-hmm. a strong, oh, that feels good. Mm-hmm. My favorite gardening sissy, he stuck around for a while we played like this. He liked to design himself humiliating little, like, outfits in the game to wear yeah. for me. So the first time he did that, he made one with, like, a chastity device on the front. Okay. So he's wearing a little cage. And then on the back, he had, like, his bruised butt cheeks. He came back over. We we role play. I I would role play with him a lot. Mm. Um, he liked he liked to be uh, cuckolded by me, and I had um like a tough guy character living on my village in my village. So he liked to pretend that that was the bull and he was the cuck. So he came over the next time, and his character said Denali's slave on the back, and he had like edited the bruised butt cheeks to also have jizz across the butt cheeks. That is <laughs> so it looks like my character and her partner had uh, had come on him or something. <laughs> have you ever, ever had any clients that have been like disobedient, but not even in like the good way of like 
they're just purposely being disobedient and it's like what are you doing no I've been lucky in that because I do kind of have a set of rules that I you know send them when they first start you know serving me virtually I'm like here are my rules if you follow them I will kick you off my island I will blast your switch code to anyone I can because I'm in a bunch of like animal crossing servers as well yeah so I can just be like this person is a scammer avoid them you know and then also spreading the word amongst my dom friends being like hey this guy came to see my island water my flowers he did xyz i would avoid him here's a switch code do with it what you will that's amazing it's basically if you don't follow me if you don't follow my rules i'm gonna ruin your life yeah i'm I'm just gonna ruin your virtual life as well as your real life so that is the energy i can get behind i've done that before oh so it's like well the kid was underage he was 16 and he was like you know i want to do this and i'm like honey this is 18 plus and he's like well it's just a game i'm like yeah but <laughs> the context of the game it's like honey read the fine print <laughs> right <laughs> are you able to tell any um any stories about client sessions like anything that was like funny or like awkward or weird Obviously, I know it's anonymous. <laughs> How long you got? <laughs> Sometimes subs get too far into it, and then they don't, you know, it's almost like they're in a trance where they don't feel as much pain, or they don't know if they're becoming injured or not. So you have oh. to, yeah, you have to watch the sub as well as, you know, infer from their nonverbal cues sometimes if you need to stop or pull back. I did a... Um, forced intoxication session with somebody who wanted to use cocaine and you know he'd done it before but um he got really into it and he liked knife play and he cut his willy a bit like it was a two or three millimeter cut but I was like okay we're done now like you know we have to be done you are clearly too far gone you know I thought you were playing with the blunt edge of the knife and you flipped it around before I could say anything so you know I was just like we're done go drink some water you know take a jog around the block do something to calm <laughs> yourself down put all your toys away I'm not gonna play this way anymore say no I'm not being responsible for this <laughs> I had one who wanted a custom mp3 recording and I'm really well known for my hypnosis skills so Mm -hmm. he wanted me to hypnotize him so that he believed that he was an inmate on death row and he had this like this is the setup of my favorite prison and this is what my favorite electric chair looks like and I had to go into detail of them like okay you feel the shaver shaving off your hair as they put the hat on your head and like it was very interesting that does sound interesting I'm in a group on Facebook that's um I don't want to kink shame I just want to kink ask why (laughs) that was one of them because like I do want to know where that came from and that's it for episode two Honestly, this has been my favourite episode to do. All three of these wonderful people, they were just amazing to talk to. 
I learned so much. I hope you guys have learned so much as well and enjoyed it because this has honestly been one of the best experiences I've ever got to do and all I can do is thank them. You can find them all on Twitter with Kiara being HypnoFendom, Denali being at Denali Winter and Madeline being at Vintagely Mask. In our next episode, we'll be talking about how couples have managed to survive during lockdown. I'll also be delving into my own relationship, and I bear all. Until next time, stay safe. <laughs>